Mr. Hughes, how are you? Not bad, Mr. Craig, how are you? Yeah, not bad, Frank. So, this is, this is a new St. Ninian's podcast brought to you by Rights Respecting Schools. So, you, are you up to date with what a podcast is? Because I can hear you <laughs> playing the tape deck out your car every morning <laughs> when you arrive. No, I'm up to date with podcasts. I listen to a few podcasts, I'm maybe 35 now, but um, no, I listen to podcasts and audiobooks and stuff like that. I've got about a half an hour trek to and from work, so... Um, yeah, I listen to quite a few podcasts. Football. I heard you've fo- still got the old VHS in the living room and all that <laughs> big box telly. Not at all. No, I'm well up to date. All the pupils will know that I'm cutting edge. So uh, no, I'm happy. I'm happy with my podcast. You thanks very much. So yeah, this is going to be our reversion, our contribution yeah. to the podcast world. So yeah. we're going to be talking about what's happening in St Ninians yeah. and the world and community of St Ninians, but we're also going to be talking about what's happening outside. Um, in the world, in the news, whatever's topical that yeah, week. Yeah, Northern Studies teachers, of course. Yeah, so hopefully that comes out, this will come out every uh, at the end of every month, hopefully. Um, and hopefully do, folk will tune in. Do we, do we have a drop date? Oh, a drop date. What do you call it? Uh, mm, Dropping the 20th drop, of November. Yes, there you go. You've <laughs> got the lingo already. <laughs> so, yeah, so we'll be dropping at the end of every month. See, we just worked that in there. <laughs> nice, nice, seamless. Nice. So you, you would think this is our first take, but it's actually <laughs> our 29th. So, <laughs> um, so we're going to be um, talking about um, a variety of topics, but I feel like the first topic that we should yeah. really talk about is rights respecting schools. Of course. So this is what it's all about. This is, you know, the, the idea of the podcast came from rights respecting schools. So we've been working on a bronze award last year. We achieved that. We got a certificate. That was fantastic. But, you know, we're working on a silver award this year. So rights respecting schools... Um, you know, it has to be a, a major thing that the school's undertaking this year. It has to permeate the whole school. Um, Good word. Thank you, thank you. That, that was pretty decent. Um, so the World Children's Day today has been a part of that, you know. and it's yeah, been a Hopefully the kids are chilling last block on a Friday listening, listening to, to us. Listening to us right now, yep, absolutely. Um, so no, it's going to, there's going to be various events throughout the year and stuff. And um, yeah, the, the underlying message though is that the children are aware of the, the rights that they have and stuff. Yep. So and not just here in Scotland, but but across the world. Because um, obviously that's not the case in many countries uh, around the world where, you know, you know, children don't get the same experience that they get here in Scotland. So all, all that stuff, you know, will be will be covering across the year. And uh, yeah, that, that's just that's just part of it. Yeah. So hopefully you have already seen us. People have already seen us out and about. Yeah. Um, we've already done the rich man poor man lunch. We had um, a fifteen ambassador. So we've got pupils across. Every every year group now. Yep, yep. So we've got pupils across every year group that are representing us. There are ambassadors have made it to assemblies. Have done the rich man poor man lunch. We've had poster campaigns, um, and now we've got World Children's Day, which hopefully is the most high profile event that we've had so far. Yeah, it's been great so far. The stall at break time was brilliant there as well. Uh, hopefully making a wee bit of noise there, but a wee keyring hopefully. Yep, the t-shirts. The pupils were forced to wear their t-shirts, and you wearing your t-shirt yep. as well. You know, what was that? An extra extra large? We got you. Was that, is that what it was? <laughs> Came from the side of five there. <laughs> so, so uh, we're going to move on and talk about not just the big things that's been happening um, within rights respecting schools, but within St Ninians this yeah. month. Um, so we'll, in the future, we'll hopefully have guests on 
um, some high-profile names. So if you could choose a guest within the school right now, Mr Goose, who would you have? Anybody. Any, Anybody in yeah. St Ninian's High oh, School. Good question. You know, it would have to be a, a fellow modern studies teacher. Mr Sheeran or Miss McHugh, I think, or, or Mr Satie. I could imagine all of them being fans' favourites as well. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 they would draw the crowds. I think they would. I think they would get his four lessons instead of three. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, no, I, I, you know, that's a good idea. We can have teachers on and pupils on and maybe people from the community on. I don't know how big this is going to go. I'm at least like, two of those lessons. How many of you? <laughs> Listen, we could, this could blow up, by the way. We could end up leaving teaching down in London, working for the BBC. Do you imagine it? Picking up awards, making a speech. Oh, this could be, this could go straight to the top of the iTunes charts. I'd even think I'd give a school a mention. I think I'd be too big for that. <laughs> yeah, big, I know what you mean. Wouldn't look back, would you? Down to London, maybe get a house in the Bahamas, that sort of thing. Perfect. This time next year, Rodney, we'll be millionaires, I think. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. If we get six lessons to this one, we'll be happy. <laughs> so, um, we're also going to be talking about, so in terms of the school, yeah. um, what's been happening this month? We've had a, we've had our award ceremonies, been which great. we've adapted to perfectly, I yeah. think. How well did they go? Fantastic. I mean, that's not been easy with all the COVID restrictions and procedures in place. Um, you know, managing to, to, pull, to pull the award ceremonies together virtually and host them on... YouTube and stuff has just been exceptional, uh, and I think the pupils have really appreciated that. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's it, important to be doing mark their achievements. Yeah, COVID shouldn't stop that. I don't think. No. Um, but we uh, stole the show. I'd say. Uh, what did it take? Thirty-three takes. Oh yeah, and our part in the video. And our part yeah. in the video. Yeah. yeah, I think that was a highlight for everybody. I think, I think that our part in the video was about. 12 seconds long <laughs> it took us 33 takes it took us two blocks um, but uh, yeah you're right probably but we got there in the end we got there in the end absolutely so moving on from just what's happening in St Ninian's just now we need to talk about what's happening in the world just now now everyone is still so, talking so, so we're going to have different segments to this is this how we're doing it is this I think so so I think we should start off with um our own community, what's happening in our school, then... Maybe an interview with a guest yeah. and stuff, yeah. So we'll talk about what's happening in the world, introduce a wee guest, yep. do a wee interview, and then hopefully have some fun throughout it. Yep. Um, so the world just now, what's a, what's a big story everyone's talking about? US election. Mm, is it big enough for us? Remember, we're big time now. <laughs> I know, I know that's true. Maybe we could get Trump or Biden on the, the podcast. I do hear that Trump's looking for something to do. He's out of <laughs> a job these days, so maybe we'll start retweeting the podcast. Maybe that. Oh, that's what we need. I think that's what we need. Trump sitting in sitting in G one one six. So we could maybe start saying that you know it was a hoax. The election was a <laughs> yeah. hoax. Well, <laughs> according to Trump, he did win it at one point. That's so true. let's. So obviously. Uh, not to confuse the listeners here, so Biden clearly won the election. It yeah. did look tight at one point, yeah. but I think the postal votes were the deciding factor in it. That's what really swung it uh, Biden's way and showed Trump the door. Here's a modern studies pub quiz question. How many postal votes were there oh. in, in the, the election this year? 99. Well done. <sighs> Passed. Thank you. Not 99, 99 million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 99 million. So that's that's why it took so long because different states have different rules to count the postal ballots. And Donald so Trump was winning. It's not like here in Britain where we get it over and done with in a night. 
six we in the should. morning or whatever, you know the result. But uh, I always describe it as that's like modern studies World Cup. It only comes round <laughs> once every four or five years. Yeah. You stay up all the time watching the results come in. Yeah, absolutely. So, but it was a bit. Like, I think though, see the US election. Obviously, the fact that it did take a week, you know, to pretty much see it, see it out to its final conclusion. There, the people's loved that. Oh, absolutely loved it. I mean, we were doing it a lot in classes, obviously, yeah. but they were talking about it out, you know, if you yeah, bumped into them the in the class, corridors yeah. or out in the social area or whatever, they were they were chatting about it. And, you know, I think that really engaged them, you know, in a similar way to like when we had maybe the independence referendum in 2014 or the yeah. EU referendum. That It was big enough to, you know, sort of capture the people's interest, I think, which was great. And I think the reason it was that big is because Trump made it that big. Yeah. So you need to say that if nothing else, it does put on a show, does yeah, Donald Trump... Here's a wee question for you as a modern studies teacher. Are you going to be kind of gutted to see the back of Donald Trump in, in a way? In a way, yes, because I would describe Donald Trump as the gift that keeps on giving. Um, I think he had a lot of flashpoints, a lot of things that engage people in politics that maybe wouldn't, normally be however ironically i would have probably said that about uh, barack obama but the two of them are very different people very different presidents um, but i think the last two presidencies have now been um they've now been mainstream it's now been something that everybody's been into yeah, um, yeah. and i think that's really captured the people's yeah, well, we, uh, interest here's a, a wee point I became a modern studies teacher. Well, I started my student year back in 2008. Barack Obama uh, became the president in January so 2000. So I was in third year of high yeah. school at this point. My God, I know. Did Mr Sheeran not teach you, actually? Mr Sheeran was teaching me about uh, Barack Obama That's in right. 2008. He was a student yeah. teacher in your school. Yeah. Is it Trinity? Yeah, I think I still owe him a punny. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so I had Barack Obama for the first eight years of my career as a modern studies teacher, and he was cool, he was charismatic, he was presidential, statesman-like, and all that sort of stuff, and sort of like, you know, the perfect president from a, from a, from a teaching point of view, you know, somebody that pupils loved. Um, and then we get Donald Trump, and yeah. he was a totally controversial Shock character. Cheese a wee bit, yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, so, but engaged the pupils, sometimes for the wrong reasons, but yeah. nonetheless engaged the pupils in politics, um, so, you know, to, to his credit, you know, that he, he has managed to get people talking about politics. Well, he came up in whenever, um, in higher politics, his executive orders and how this uh, interfered with the constitution and the rulings that we're having, uh, that were had, yep. um, that was something that it was, it was almost like Brexit and that it was a day-to-day um, sort of event that was happening. It was just constant, a constant stream. We were, we were never short of examples for for that sort of thing. A chaotic presidency at times, wasn't it? You know, denying climate change and yeah, um, and stuff around immigration and stuff like that. It was it was quite it was quite bonkers at times. But nonetheless, as we've said, you know, engaging. Could you see the bold Kanye doing a better job? <laughs> what was that about? Huh? <laughs> So he ran as a, he ran to be he ran to be president yeah. and then did they pull out at one point and then he was back on again. He did. They pulled out because I think he wanted a bit more privacy to work on his music and things like that. Um, but then he was back in. He got he was sixty thousand votes or something. Yeah. Did he have an album out? I mean, you're into all that sort of sort of music, aren't you? All that young young stuff. <laughs> Do you like the rapper music? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, what's his shoes called? What's his shoe line called? Oh, the Yeezys. Yeezys. You cut about them at the weekend, don't you? A pair of Yeezys. I think, I think personally, 
Kanye West had an album to sell, um, a, pair shoe, a, a pair of shoes to, to sell or something like that, and that's what, or get more followers or something like that. That's I think that's you probably find that that's what that was about. So it was more of a marketing campaign than a presidential yes. campaign. Maybe? I would imagine so. But you never know. He's, he's, has he not announced for twenty twenty four already? If uh, has he? Uh, like, here's, he, he, here's a prediction, right? Talking about celebrity um, presidents, potential celebrity presidents, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I'm a big fan. Big of fan. Dwayne, you remember? <laughs> were you young enough to remember when he was a wrestler as opposed yeah. to an actor? Well, I think he's he he endorsed Joe Biden to yeah. be president. Right? His first foray he's, into politics. Yeah, he's put his yeah, he's dipped his tone in yeah, a lot of politics a bit of now. Yeah, back. He was a film star, then he became the governor of California and stuff. I think he's going to move into politics. Maybe twenty twenty four, possibly twenty twenty eight. Um, he's one to keep an eye on. I think the, I don't think celebrity, you know presidential candidates uh, I don't think we've seen the end of them so a bit of trivia here do you yeah. remember the wrestler Kane yes I remember Kane yep absolutely yeah. brother of the undertaker yes I remember Kane <laughs> loved a chokeslam yes he did so where is Kane now no idea that he must have been a wrestler 10 years ago 15 years ago so Kane as we found out in higher politics two years ago has now He's dipping, he's dipping his full foot. He's got a full leg in the water of politics really? now. He's now the governor of a county, I think no he way. is. So we found that out in higher politics in between doing all the academic stuff that we obviously do in higher politics. Is he but still the governor just now, do you think? Mm, I would need to look it up because I've... It wouldn't surprise me if he chokeslammed a constituent. <laughs> Through a table. <laughs> Suplex a constituent. <laughs> But, but it's yeah. funny, isn't it? See, see, watching CNN and BBC and stuff like that, and when they had the they had the the states up on the, the graphic on the board, the map of the US and all the different electoral college votes for states, you actually got to know the name of the counties. Yeah, you know, it was Arizona, it was at Maricopa County, and so all the places Green you would Bay know to, you would recognise some places, yeah. but then there was places that held a lot of weight that you had never heard of before. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So there was places that were swinging states that and it was areas you'd never heard of before so it was interesting to see um it was interesting to see where the votes were coming from but now I, here's what keeps me young i've seen a video on tiktok no yeah. way yeah you're a grown man <laughs> so i was just I, I just finished a wee tiktok dance and i thought i'm gonna have a look <laughs> through it so um, and there was somebody. This is, this is desperate, by the way. This is desperate. <laughs> so there was somebody saying that all the places that you know of, that you've heard of, voted for Biden, and it was a lesser known and lesser um, sort of multicultural cities that voted for Trump. So I thought that was pretty interesting. The fact that you looked on and all the places that take in tourists, the places that you know about, yeah, yeah. a lot of them voted for Biden, yep. but then. Whenever you looked at the areas of states that you had never heard of, a lot of them were the Trump supporters. So that maybe would fall into the um, stereotype of what a Trump supporter actually Absolutely. is. So from our ex, the ex-leader of the free world to our next guest, who's the leader of our own wee world here, I think. So yep. we've got our rights respecting schools captain, who is Nadia Latter, um, and she's hopefully going to be sitting live will we say that yeah we're going to cross over live to nadia latter and mr mclaughlin's office yeah absolutely She's, so this is going to be the first of our interview section um where there will be some serious um and some not so serious questions getting put to mr mclaughlin just now um so we can cross over there just now and hopefully 
you've enjoyed the ramblings of <laughs> myself and Mr Hughes and uh, we can pass over now to Nadia who's with Miss McLaughlin. Thanks Mr Craig and Mr Hughes. I'm here with Mr McLaughlin for the first guest on the podcast. So Mr McLaughlin, how are you today? Uh, I'm a bit tired because um, I didn't stay up that late but I did watch the Scotland game last night and I think I was mentally drained yeah. after the Scotland game. I bet game. you're happy with the score. Yeah, delighted. Yeah, waited a long time for that to happen so yeah. really delighted that that's happened. So a wee bit tired but I'm ready to go. Okay, good. I'm just going to ask you some intense questions. Oh dear. <laughs> right. So first off, what kind of pupil were you in school? Uh, I was quite quiet, I would say, in school. Um, I don't, I'm told by friends that uh, I must have worked really hard in yeah. school because I did quite well at school, but I didn't think I worked that hard, mm -hmm. if you know what I mean. So I think a lot of it Did it just come came, naturally? A lot of it came naturally without mm -hmm. too much hard work. Yeah. But as with everything, I, I, I get caught out later on. Because yeah. when I went to university, it wasn't as smooth as it was at school. Well, that's actually a follow-up question. So what process did you go through to become a head teacher? Did you always know that was going to be your path? or? Uh, no, absolutely not. I, I didn't actually become a teacher immediately. I did lots of other things first. Um, I kind of messed about a wee bit, to be honest yeah. with you. Uh, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do and, and just struggled to find my way a wee bit. And then eventually... I decided I would give teaching a go. Mm -hmm. So I, it wasn't a, a thing that I, my heart set on. Uh, and I just went in and started, uh, when I became a teacher, I, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, it was more than that. I did it, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed mm -hmm. being part of a school. But I had never had any ambitions to become a head teacher. No, it was just, it was just you do, you teach for a wee while and then you think, well, I could move up to the next level. So. What did you teach? Maths. Maths oh, was my right. subject too. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, there you are. Mathematician. Mathematician, yes, <laughs> yes. I can still do it, by the way. I can still teach a higher class. Oh, well. I'm not sure I could teach first and second year anymore, however, because that's changed so much yeah. now, I think. You yeah, you can only do the hard stuff then. I can do the hard uh. stuff, yeah. I can. Well, that doesn't, higher maths is higher maths, doesn't yeah. change. Well, I got a C, so oh, I'd, see, I'd, I'd maybe disagree. It's well, a bit harder. Well, if you'd been in my class, oh, you could have maybe got, got an A. I, oh. I wouldn't even ask who your teacher was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where do you think we stand as a school regarding children's rights? It's something that we, we work on hard, I think. Uh, it's hard to tell, you know, where do we stand compared to others, because I, I don't know enough. Yeah. I think there's a real <laughs> push in Scottish education about children's rights generally. Uh, you know, and I think that's that's quite right. And I think we always try and uh, make sure that children's rights are at the forefront of what we're doing. You, you would have heard me when we used to be able to have assemblies saying quite often about uh, this isn't my school, it's your school. Yep, so we're trying to put the onus on to pupils to say this is your school. Yeah. You know, so you take responsibility for that. And if there's things not right about what we do, then you need to let us know. Um, but I'm not claiming that we've, we've ticked all the boxes. We do everything we can. And I just think, you know, you get new pupils every year. Yeah. So I think you need to keep asking the pupils, right, what else? You know, do you feel as if you've got rights or do you feel as if mm -hmm. you're dictated to? Uh, I think it's difficult because it's always a balance between the, the children's rights, you know, to get everybody's rights. Because yeah. some people, if I, if I just use school uniform as an example, mm -hmm. you know, so children's rights 
So do children have the right to say, no, I don't want to wear school uniform? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, they do They do have mm-hmm. that right, but there are actually a number of pupils who do want to wear school uniform. And what about the rights of parents who would prefer them in school uniform yeah. because it's more equal, you know, they don't have to go and buy designer gear and all that. So yeah, it's a, a complicated of, thing. And a lot of the articles, all of them say, like, if, if somebody doesn't want their right, mm-hmm. they can't disrupt other children from yeah. having their right. Yeah. So that yeah. comes into that, like, if... Yeah. Some people don't want to wear a uniform. That disrupts yeah. everybody else being yeah. able to wear I would theirs. Say, I would say the main, the main thing about it is that, that we as a school recognise the importance of children's rights. Yeah. That's it. Uh, but I think it would be arrogant to say that we always got it right. Definitely. You know, mm-hmm. So we're, do- we're not saying that. And I think that's the work that you and the others are doing with yeah, this group. Illustrates that. Mm-hmm. You know, that we've got a group that's saying, right, could we make this, this even better? So, yeah. you know, the easy answer for me to would be to say, yeah, of course, you know, children's rights is really important. We always listen to what children say. We, we uh, consult all the time and so on. But uh, I think we've still got a lot to learn yeah. about about listening to the word of, of the young people in the school. Yeah, definitely. So what has your biggest obstacle been during this pandemic and how did you ever overcome it? Well, that's a big question. A big the, question. Big, um, the biggest obstacle during the pandemic, oh gosh. Um, I mm. mean, when, when we were in lockdown... Um, I didn't enjoy that at all. So the no. biggest obstacle was not actually being in school and yeah. seeing other people. I think that was it. You know, there was still a lot of responsibility. You try to run the school remotely mm-hmm. and do everything and make sure that it was still a good place, but you weren't seeing anybody. So that was... that. Must I wouldn't ever want to go through that, yeah. that again. Um, since then, I suppose, since we've come back, it's about trying to keep everybody's spirits up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a bit of a depressing time generally. Yeah, you know, um, we want to have... We've always had a school here that was more than about what happened in the classroom. Mm-hmm. You know, we were trying to make the school a vibrant, exciting place for young people and teachers to be in, and that's now much more challenging yeah, to do that. But we've tried to do it. You know, things like, you know, this afternoon we've got last year's first-year prize given all done remotely, all recorded, but at least we're doing it. Yeah. So we're trying to do whatever we can, uh, but it's harder. Mm-hmm. Everything is harder now. You know, because we can't have assemblies, it's harder to get messages across to, to pupils, you yeah. know. So so that's the biggest barrier, I think, is just that um, we don't want to drop our standards. We don't want to make the school a dull, boring place. But there's a challenge there of how to do it. So yeah, we're always thinking. everything needs to be adapted. Absolutely. It's quite difficult. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just going to ask you some quick fire questions. Okay. No thought. No thought, okay. Just what right, comes just to your whatever, mind. Whatever yeah. comes in first in my head first, right? Um, okay, so finger-sized legs or leg-sized fingers? <laughs> finger-sized legs. Finger-sized legs? I've no idea what that means. But <laughs> <laughs> I've no idea what that means. But I don't if you know. could have one takeaway for the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh, curry. Curry? Yeah. And Indian? Indian curry. Indian yeah. curry. Yeah. Um, would you rather speak every language or talk to animals? Speak every language. Um, Mr. Craig or Mr. Hughes? Oh, Mr. Craig. <laughs> Why is that? That's an easy one. <laughs> oh, I don't think Mr. Hughes would be very happy. Uh, um, no. If you could be anybody for a day, who would it be? Anyone? Alive or dead? Uh, Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela? Yeah. Why is that? 
because he's just inspirational. His life story is so inspirational. I think the social subjects department will be quite happy with that answer. <laughs> well, thank you, Mr McLaughlin. That's well, been thanks a very wonderful much. interview. That was much less painless than I thought it was yep. going to be. I'll thank pass you. it back to Mr Craig and Mr Hughes. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast headquarters with myself and, and Mr Craig here. Um, that was a brilliant interview with Mr McLaughlin, wasn't it? Some surprising answers there from Mr <laughs> yeah, McLaughlin. Yeah, a cracker. Um, thanks very much to Mr McLaughlin for, for doing that and helping us helping us out with our first our very first ever podcast. Um, so that's us really. We're wrapping it up here. Um, we hope you've enjoyed World Children's Day. Uh, it's been a, a bit of a different slant to the, to the end of a, a Friday afternoon. Um, I Hopefully. couldn't think of a better way to spend a Friday afternoon no. than with me and you, to be honest. With you, Mr. Hughes. A cahoot quiz and then our terrible patter. Yeah, like that's that. that. Something else. Um, so yeah, World Children's Day has been has has been a success. Hopefully for us, and we've raised a little bit of awareness about rights respecting schools. Uh, and into the bargain, you've you've you know maybe had something a bit different on a Friday, um, as as well. So. So hopefully you've liked it. Tune in next time. Yeah, tune in next time to our next podcast, which we'll, we'll probably drop it before Christmas. Christmas podcast? Yeah, old Christmas-themed podcast. Christmas-themed podcast. Get that sat could be on a, for an interview. I mean, how long is this one going to go on for? This one's been about 20 minutes. I mean, next one could be about 21 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we can get a luster a minute? <laughs> <laughs> 21 listeners we, we could probably have this the Christmas podcast maybe a bonanza of half an hour an hour a bonanza what, we another have, good word there from Mr. I Hughes. know we could have it I mean, what's, what's word of the week this week I don't know oh I wonder what it is this week this check that out this would be going out this is bamboozled me that was one that a few, was last week. a few weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> um, so right, right yeah, guys yeah, thanks we're going to wrap it up right, thanks very much guys for listening and we'll be in touch with see the old podcast see you later